Thanks for tuning in to the Dutch Podcast. I'm Noah Reed, Vice President of Sales and Marketing for the Dutch Test. Before we get started on this week's episode, I have an exciting announcement to make. This year marks 10 years of the Dutch Test, and we're celebrating that by giving you, our providers and patients, multiple chances to win exciting prizes during the first 10 days of December. Registration is now open, so go to dutchtest.com and click the banner on the screen to learn more. There are 10 ways you get to enter your name into the drawing for great prizes, including free Dutch tests, an aura ring, signed books by functional medicine authors, and the grand prize giveaway. A trip for two to Oregon's Willamette Valley, home of Precision Analytical, to enjoy a two-night stay at the Atticus Hotel, a wine tasting at one of the Willamette Valley's beautiful vineyards, dinner for two at the Joel Palmer House, and a tour of the Precision Analytical Lab, creators of the Dutch Test. Each prize will be given away between December 1st and 10th, with the grand prize announcement happening during a live taping of the Dutch podcast from A4M World Congress in Las Vegas. Visit DutchTest.com and get your name in the drawing. Sign up for the Dutch Digest and follow us on social media to catch all the details about 10 days of Dutch. Thanks to everyone for an amazing 10 years and good luck with the drawings. Now, onto this week's episode. Welcome to another episode of the Dutch Podcast, where integrative medicine providers and patients can learn about hormones and explore the body's most complex communication system. I'm Dr. Jacqueline Smeaton, Chief Medical Officer for Dutch. As a clinician, I focused on fertility and I used Dutch testing to uncover the role that hormones play in a couple's ability to conceive. On the Dutch Podcast, I'll be joined by experts in functional medicine who will help us make sense of our body's hormones and take the guesswork out of treating hormone-related issues. Coming up on this week's episode, we're talking with Melissa Groves Azaro, a registered dietitian who has really focused on hormone health, and we're going to talk about how she uses the Dutch testing in practice. So welcome, Melissa. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, and I'm so excited for you in this new role. I've known you for years now. I know. it's. I feel like it's a match made in heaven. You know, I'm the, I feel like the luckiest practitioner on the entire planet. I really do. It's an awesome team there. So thank you. Can you tell me a little bit about like what got you interested in Dutch testing? Yeah. So I'm a second career dietitian. I started later in life. I went back to school to become a dietitian. And the first time I encountered someone with PCOS was when I was working in the office of a functional uh, dietitian who specialized in weight loss. And you know, uh, when we're practicing from a functional perspective, we're looking at the root causes. Why are they having trouble losing weight? And so we're doing that deeper digging, you know, in the form of lab testing, often functional lab testing, to look at things like insulin resistance, cortisol levels, thyroid. Um, and that was the first time that I had encountered someone with PCOS. And that was where I really started to learn the value of the Dutch test for, mm. you know, digging into those uh, deeper hormonal reasons for symptoms. Um, I also have to say, just from a personal perspective, Dutch has been life-changing for me. Mm. So I strongly believe in using the Dutch test. 
Now, what actual test panel do you use most often in your practice? I mostly use the Dutch Complete uh, for most people. For most of my clients with PCOS, that's what we're using. For people who are more uh, similar to what my symptoms were with PMDD, any sort of cyclical symptoms, uh, also uh, people who are veering into the perimenopause years, uh, I love the PsychoMap for that. Mm, I love the PsychoMap too. It's like so informative because when you do blood work, you only see that single time point snapshot. But cycle map, you can uniquely see like nine or 10 time points across the cycle. It's unbelievable. So when you're looking at a Dutch test for a woman with PCOS, what are the key markers or like the key things that you think add the most value? Yeah, I think when I was first learning about PCOS and what it was, I didn't see the value of the Dutch test as much mm. because you know, you can make certain assumptions. You can assume that most people with PCOS do have high androgen levels. Um, But as you start to dig deeper, um, now what I want to see is where are those androgens coming from? So the main thing that I'm looking for when I'm working with someone with PCOS is which androgen is high. Is it testosterone? It's coming primarily from the ovaries, um, being driven mostly by insulin resistance, or is it DHEA, which is coming primarily from the adrenals, being driven more by lifestyle factors? Then you layer onto that. We've got to look at DHT because that's the one that's responsible for skin and hair symptoms. And where is that coming from? Is it coming from the testosterone or the or from the adrenals? Um, and that really helps inform the approach to treatment um, because the things that we would do for someone who has high testosterone, but, you know, a normal 5-alpha reductase um, would be different from someone who it's coming mostly from DHEA, and they prefer that 5-alpha reductase pathway. So um, it really helps inform the treatment approach um, in terms of which strategies might be helpful for them. The other things I'm looking at when we're looking at PCOS, you know, I always say just because you have androgen issues doesn't mean you don't also have other Mm. hormone imbalances. So, you know, we're taking a good look at estrogen, the levels, the metabolism, taking a really good look at cortisol levels and the pattern over the course of the day. Um, But we get so much great personalized information. You know, PCOS is not a monolith. It's not all the same. We can't treat every case of PCOS as if it's the same. So um, the Dutch is really crucial for getting those personalized answers for me. Mm. And if you want to learn more about PCOS, make sure you listen to our other episode with Melissa because she's a true expert and her approach is really unique and you're going to learn a lot if you want to kind of dive more into that. Um, So thank you. So um, when you first started using the Dutch test, of course, there's so much information on the panel. How do you get started? You know, how did you like get started with learning? What did you start to look at first on that test? And I mean, now you've done thousands, is it fair to say, of Dutch tests? Yeah. So where did you, when you first were getting started, your first 10 clients that you worked with and ran the Dutch test on, what were the kind of first things you're like, all right, I've got to nail how to understand this aspect of the report? Yeah. um, I will say I'm kind of, kind of 
interesting in that I like to try things first before I roll them out to using them with my clients because I want to see, you know, how easy is this to take? How easy mm. is it to understand? How feasible is this for someone to do? Um, so I did myself first. Um, I booked a call, you know, with a practitioner and they walked me through my own results, which I don't have PCOS. So a little bit of a different profile from the things I'm seeing with my clients. But, you know, there's so much information on the Dutch website, the training videos. Um, you really can find out almost anything that you need to know. I will say, you know, my knowledge and depth of knowledge of the Dutch has just grown the more and more that I do because you'll get those things that are like not something that you typically see. And it's like, oh, let me figure out what this is and go learn about that. So, um, ask other practitioners who are using it, what do you think about this? What do you think this means? Um, and you start to see patterns, you know, and you're looking at the Dutch in addition with other lab tests. You're starting to see overlaps and patterns and, you know, where the problems are. But I guess, you know, really my response would be just stay curious. Don't don't consider yourself an expert. There's always going to be something that, that you've never seen before. Um, reach out to the Dutch, you know, con consults. Those are invaluable, especially if you're dealing with something that you haven't seen before. Um, mm -hmm. Even if, you know, and I will say one of the things that prevents people from doing that is maybe you have your follow-up appointment with that person scheduled. Um, you can't book before that. Book it anyway. You know, book the call anyway after the fact and talk it through with the consultants because you'll learn something. They're really like literally hormone geniuses. One of the best mm -hmm. perks of the job that wasn't advertised to me was being in the chat with them for the team, the clinical team, and the things that they discuss and like the depth of their understanding of hormones is unbelievable. And like you said, the patterns that arise that aren't diagnostic of anything, but they're suggestive that something like inflammation might be a problem or the thyroid might be dysregulated or, you know, they, you can see things, you can learn how to do it yourself too. We hope every customer does, but, um, you know, it's okay to start at the beginning and kind of enhance your knowledge over time. So that's great. Yeah. There, there are a lot of great suggestions in the report too. You know, the, the report has, you know, if this is high, consider X, Y, Z, you know, use that as a jumping off point and go and research those supplements yourself and see what's typical dosing, what, you know, do the research yourself based on what's being suggested for you to see, you know, is this something that would be appropriate to recommend to this client or not? That is a really great point. Yeah. Thank you for mentioning that. Are there any like particular clients of yours where you feel like Dutch testing really changed the trajectory of their plan or really helped you help them? Could you share somebody's story with us? I can share my own story. Um, I, do, I do PCOS so often. Um, it absolutely does. You know, I, I had one client who was scheduled for an ovarian wedge resection, um, and I was kind of her last stop before that surgery. And we we reviewed her Dutch, and it didn't look like PCOS at all. I mean, I'm a dietitian; mm -hmm. I can't diagnose, but everything was low. And I was wow. like, the surgery is just going to make estrogen even lower, testosterone even lower. And for her, ultimately, it meant working on gut. Um, my own story, you know, the life-changing Dutch story when I did it the first time, uh, my 4-hydroxy pathway was at 19%. 
Um, and I had been diagnosed with precancerous uterine cells. Wow. And within six months of, you know, incorporating uh, changes, you know, I, I eat broccoli like it's my job now. Um, I got that down to 3% and it stayed down and no more abnormal cells. And, you know, the conventional oncology doctors don't know what to do with me. They're like, we've never had someone go this long. Uh, without having a hysterectomy after after a finding like that. So, you know, I feel really strongly about, you know, identifying that risk factor and doing everything we possibly can to mitigate it. That's fascinating. And, and how lucky that you were exposed to that, really, because, you know, we think about using Dutch testing when there's a problem, but your story really speaks to using it as a part of a woman's wellness plan. Because had you not done that, and had you not had awareness of your kind of genetic preferences, you would have never known to change your lifestyle and who knows what the outcome could have been. Yeah, we, you know, obviously hysterectomies on both sides of my family, breast cancer on both sides of my family, no BRCA1 gene, you know, none of the things that they're testing for conventionally. It's like it took that deeper digging to, you know, uncover that it was the methylation and the COMPT mutations that were ultimately responsible for what I'd been, you know, the symptoms I'd been struggling with and these higher risks that I would have never known about. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing your story with us. Yeah. I feel very lucky. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we feel lucky that, you know, you're here and doing all the good work that you're doing. So that's fantastic. Well, I really appreciate you spending some time with me today, Melissa, and helping our listeners kind of understand a little bit more about how you, as I, what I would consider an expert practitioner when it comes to Dutch testing, are utilizing the testing in your practice. So thank you for being here. Thank you. And thanks to all of our listeners tuning in today. Uh, make sure you come back next week for more hormone education just like this. And if you're enjoying the Dutch podcast, please help us spread the word uh, by commenting and sharing it wherever you listen. Don't forget to also follow at Dutch Test on Instagram and Facebook for news, education, and provider resources. And if you're a healthcare practitioner struggling to find answers to complex patient concerns, registering as a Dutch provider will give you the tools you need to really profoundly change the lives of your patients. Dutch providers receive advanced hormone education, comprehensive test results, clinical support like Melissa told you about, and much, much more. Just visit DutchTest.com and then click on providers at the top of the page to get started. Thanks again for listening. We'll meet again next week. 